This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Today on my audio live presentation from London, Ontario, we're opening the fantastic brand new CNIB hub down here and learning so much about the foundation programs that are going to be working in this area. If you'd like to reach out to AMI-audio, you can do it, 1-866-509-4545. Of course, you can get on Twitter right now. We'd love to get that reaction from you out there if you're listening in, no matter where you are, at AMI-audio, feedback at AMI.ca, if you prefer to send questions or queries via email. Ramya Muthan, Kelly McDonald, we are the hosts of this special presentation, and Ramya, so much here going to unfold this afternoon. It's fun. We're sitting in the front window. Yeah, we are, actually. This is a great spot, by the way. Um, but it just, you know, not just finding out what's going on at the hub, like in terms of physical activities and, and things around the space, but even the unveiling of some of the new cool projects, programs, concepts that um, the CNIB has for the future. We're going to learn a little about that stuff as well. I love the tremendous open house idea. People coming in, of course, they've been open on a soft launch for a little while, but this is a focus day and uh, so many things that are, are going to happen and people, staff here, to take people on tour like Rumbia and Bill Mm -hmm. had gone on just a while ago. Well, we have some guys sitting at the table with us, uh, very familiar, uh, some some really great guests that are going to be following this stuff right through as we talk about bold dreams, bright futures. Uh, This is an unveiling of a bold, brand, bright new look uh, for CNIB and the foundation, really, um, as we start the second century of operation and game-changing new technology, we're also going to be talking about the first of its kind in the world. First, we've got Rob Gaunt. He's across the table from me on our set. He's Executive Director, CNIB Foundation Ontario West. Glenn Wade is across from Rumya. Uh, he's board member of CNIB Foundation Ontario West as well. I'm going to start with you, Rob. First of all, buddy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Kelly. Really appreciate it. I've got to say, Rob, I've known you a number of years. Tremendous to see what you guys have have put together. Uh, The journey yourself, personally, you've gone on. Fill our audience in a little bit about you and the association, the work that you've done with CNIB. Oh, sure. Yes, I'm uh, pleased to, Kelly. Thank you so much. And uh, it it really has been an exciting uh, journey. I've been... uh, Certainly a, a client uh, of CNIB since about age seven, and I, I won't tell you how long that, uh, that is now. <laughs> no, uh, do, don't. You'll give too much away, and some of these guys will start, oh, well, if Kelly and Rob... <laughs> Just leaving out the importance difference. That's right. I like that. We don't want people doing the math. No, no so. way. <laughs> no need for that kind of stuff. For sure. So, I mean, my, my journey certainly started, uh, you know, quite, quite some time ago. And, uh, uh, in fact, uh, in, the, in the last number of years, I became engaged with the CNIB as, as a volunteer... Going back now, I want to say uh, about 15, uh, close to 17, I guess, years ago uh, as a volunteer in different capacities and, uh, uh, in fact, participated on uh, some of the boards, uh, the Regional Leadership Council in Northern Ontario when I was in the north and uh, uh, participated with the Ontario uh, board and, uh, again, really enjoyed what I was doing. I enjoyed the work of CNIB uh, and when an opportunity uh, came up and, and I was looking for a career change, uh, I was very fortunate to take on a role as a staff member with the CNIB. And uh, from there, that's uh, continued to evolve. I love the work that, uh, that we're doing and the impact that we're having. And so um, I, I've continued to, uh, I guess, thrive in that environment and, and work with amazing people on a, on a daily basis that really make all of this happen. 
very amazing. And your journey just sounds, um, you know, like a lot of our own journeys, you know, starting off as a client and moving on to volunteering and then really just getting involved and delving into the participation of things. Uh, how about for you, Rob? Or sorry, Glenn. Uh, thank you, yes, for having me this afternoon. So, my, sorry, go ahead. Yep, go ahead. I was saying my, uh, I've been involved with CNIB since, well, Rob, two years old, so that's mm-hmm. been a long time. I've <laughs> uh, been able to benefit from the services of CNIB in so many different ways. And it, it's kind of, I, I was able to speak at the 100th anniversary celebration last March. Very cool. And it kind of came to me at the time that CNIB has just been quietly there over the years in a supportive role that you kind of don't even realize half the time that they're, they are helping you, that you can reach out to them what they do offer. And it's just, they do it so well, they're constantly uh, that uh, constant companion almost. So it's been very comfortable. And now I've been able to find time in the last few years to spend more time giving back. It's uh, kind of that stage of life maybe where you reach that you want to be able to give back and it's uh, become real comfortable from that perspective. We know, Glenn, most of the time that we've spoke to you about has been Ontario Blind Sports, and it's interesting the way you put that CNIB quietly in the background of all of our lives and for such a long time. And kind of we use CNIB for the things that we've needed, whether it's coming in to buy a watch, whether it's mobility, to learn a new environment and stuff like that. Taking, I won't say taking for granted. Um, there's always those things that... <laughs> we, yeah. we get hot about or we wish or we want or that. And right now, Glenn, as, as, as someone joining the board, and I have to stop and say, somebody who I think, along with myself and many others out there, recognizing CNIB's efforts here to say, okay, guys, what do you want this organization to be a part of? Yes, and, and I think the organization is doing a great job now of asking those questions and listening and uh, kind of responding to the clientele. And I, I really see so much of that positive energy and positive growth. And this, uh, the Phone It Forward program right now the, and technology, linking the technology, getting it into the hands of those who can use it, the blind, visually impaired. Um, technology has become part of our lives and in a way that just, it, it, it's natural. It makes things accessible but not in a way, it gives us options. I think that's, yeah. that's a great it certainly way of does. putting it. Um, I'm going to get you to get into that in a moment a little bit more. Uh, Rob, I want to just double back on what we keep hearing, foundation, the structure, the CNIB changing. The foundation is going to look different no matter what region, what communities are involved due mm-hmm. to the nature of, well, we're a vast, vast country and everything is going to be different. Tell us a little bit about Ontario West Foundation structure, things we should know on a kind of short sheet about it. Absolutely. Thanks, Kelly. Yes. So the uh, CNIB Foundation uh, really evolved uh, from from our strategic plan of of four years ago, uh, where we embarked upon a journey to um, have vision loss rehabilitation services incorporated into the healthcare continuum. Um, really pleased to be able to say that through tremendous advocacy efforts and, and a lot of conversations with government, we were able to actually achieve that goal. And what that means now is that those rehabilitation services are covered by the Ontario government. 
So what that did is that freed CNIB up to look at ourselves and to look to our stakeholders and look to our consumers and say, well, what is it we need to be now? Those rehab services will continue. They're going to be available for you. What else can we do as a charitable organization? So through thousands of stakeholder conversations that have taken place over a, a couple of year period and literally right across the country, including right here in London, um, we took that feedback, consolidated it, and really there was uh, three key priority areas that, that people were really focusing on. And certainly employment uh, is, is uh, one of the top uh, areas. Um, accessible technology was, in fact, uh, one of the second. And the third was really around accessible uh, communities and, and inclusion and, and what that looks like for individuals. So from a broad perspective, those are our three new strategic ambitions in our, in our new strategic plan, Bold Dreams, Bright Futures. Those are the areas that no matter where you reside in in the country, that CNIB, our staff and our volunteers and our partners will be focusing on. What that specifically looks like in a, in a London, Ontario, um, or a Windsor, Ontario, or, or in uh, Newmarket may vary to a certain degree. The yeah. principles will still be the same. So uh, certainly London, uh, we're very fortunate and, and privileged to have this opportunity to open this uh, brand new CNIB uh, community hub. So we have a dedicated space right here in the downtown core, right in the midst of things. So talk about uh, integration. This is it. I mean, we're right in downtown yes. London. We have accessible transit uh, tra uh, you know, going by on a regular basis. We've got access to Via Rail, Greyhound, all of that in the area. So that's part of what we've uh, created in this environment. We certainly don't have capacity at this point in time to create an, a community hub in every single community, although uh, that would be lovely if, if we could yeah. do that. So if we can you know, uh, recruit some additional donors out there to help support that, that would be fabulous. Certainly got the desire from the community. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, Kitchener, we want one in Kitchener. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so you're listening loud and clear? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Everybody wants one, which is awesome. So, But what we can do, again, is, is sort of translate that programming that we're offering out of this community space into others and it may be done in different ways in some communities it may be done more remotely utilizing the technology that exists so using things like Skype uh, video conferencing teleconferencing uh, bringing you know guest presenters in, guest speakers in so what it looks like in each community may be a little bit uh, maybe a little bit different it's also going to be somewhat driven by what the local uh, consumers are, are looking for so if there's a particular emphasis around uh, recreation and sport, as an example, in a, in a given area, then that's where we're going to try and focus our, our efforts and, in fact, look to uh, recruit supporters to help us facilitate that type of work. That's, that's amazing. Excellent. What I'm hearing is, you know, you're, you're listening straight from the top of uh, identifying what people want uh, to implementing it and to getting all that going is all coming straight from the community. Glenn, can we just quickly hear about the technology program as well? Uh, yes, the, uh, with the phone it forward. So it's linking uh, technology, the, taking the power of a cell phone and uh, putting it in the hands of those who can use it most. Um, it used to be, from a technology perspective, I graduated back in the, the 80s, and computers with speech were just becoming more mainstream available at the time. But that computer was just the, the, the brain, the center of what you needed. You had to add peripheral devices. You had to have scanners. You had to have, um, you had to be wired. So everything you did was just at that central base. Nowadays, the phone <coughs> can act as, I mean, the apps that you use 
you can scan, you can use GPS, you can uh, stay in touch with your friends and family like everybody wants to do today. Again, I'd said before about options, that before we had to, we we were almost prisoner to a way of doing things, to just that one way that was muddled together and we, we made it work. But now we have the same options as most other people mainstream. We can choose which app we think does it better for us. You're you know, out of multiple GPS apps, out of multiple uh, video conferencing apps. You know, I use Skype for business a lot for work. It's the choices. The and, choices. It's choices. and showing people what options they have. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you can do it on the go again. You, you know, you're not hardwired to a desk, to a location. Exactly. Is that what you're going to be doing here today, Glenn? Giving that kind of idea to the to everyone. We hear about these apps. We hear like uh, Ryan, Huey, and I were looking at the Blind Square setup here that the that yes. the hub is going to have with beacons that people can come in the door and get a quick in their mind where yes. everything is. Yes. Yeah. Be definitely happy to demonstrate to anybody who wants to uh, come take a look and talk through further. You know the various apps. You've got Seeing AI. You've got Be My Eyes. Uh, Things that really just keep you on the go are there right with you to use when you want. And again, back to that word choice, options, that you know, whatever is going to work for you in your particular circumstance. I, I think for people, when you hear that, we talk about technology. And when we hear from guys uh, like your age who are not afraid of it and older than us who are sitting here embracing these things, unless I said you guys, um, people you. embracing it. Rob, right now there's so many different ways to go, whether it's technology, whether it's just people wanting to do yoga, and all these things are the foundation's taking on these hub locations. That's correct, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it, it's an incredible opportunity for people to, again, as, as you said earlier, to kind of put those ideas forward. What can we do? What is it you're interested in engaging in? How can we help to facilitate that? And then the next step also becomes, how do we further integrate that into the community? So um, if there are individuals that would be more comfortable you know, for example, doing a yoga class here in our, in our, in our uh, CNIB community hub space um, with other individuals who are blind or partially sighted um, because they've never done it before. They feel they may need, you know, some additional uh, guidance on, on how to do that. Absolutely, we can set that up. And then for those folks that start to feel comfortable, why not get them integrated into a program that's in the community? Um, you know, that's part of the, the overarching, uh, over, overarching goal. So when it comes to the technology, the same, same really applies. We've got, uh, through this Phone It Forward program, our goal is to put phones into, smartphones into the hands of those who need them and who are going to use them, make them aware of the technology that's there, what they can do with it, the power of that technology. So whether it's for uh, employment, helping you in the workplace, uh, helping you academically, taking pictures of the blackboard and it actually translating that information into into Audible. As Glenn said, using uh, GPS navigation to actually literally talk to you as you walk down the street and tell you what stores you're passing as you go, enhancing that independence. Those are the kind of things that we're going to make people aware of and we're also going to help provide training uh, around how to utilize that type of technology. It's so amazing that, you know, right into the start of the second uh, century and uh, everything is just, you know, on full blast. Yeah. <laughs> it really great. is, guys, yeah. and it's really tremendous. Uh, congratulations to yourselves, the, the foundations, the CNIB overall, uh, and it's really going to be exciting watching all this go down. 
Appreciate the time, fellas. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank much you. appreciate it. Rob Gaunt, Glenn Wade joining us to talk about how this stuff is all coming down here when it comes to the foundation here at CNIB. And as we are at the new hub opening in London, Ontario. This AMI Audio Live, we're going to return in a moment. And on In the Know, we're going to learn about what you should know about purchasing or selling a home as Margaret Weldon joins us as our host. Next segment here on AMI Audio Live. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.